0: Hello, hello, hello everybody. Welcome back to Oversharing. My name is Ruth and this is a podcast where I overshare every single thing about myself. And today is episode 14th. In this episode, um I just want to talk about things that I realized recently and also just the normal things that I always talk about um like remind myself that I think is very valuable. So I'm just going to talk about quotes that I constantly tell myself like a self-reminder and before you think like oh this is so delusional like how it's going to work like seven months ago I was probably a very different person because a few weeks ago I actually went back to Hong Kong and I didn't meet up all my friends but it was a short trip and I only met a few of my friends, and they, most of them all said, like, I, obviously, I physically am different, but I also, they felt like I am different in terms of maturity, um, which I'm really grateful that I got this compliment, because, like, for me, it's a very good compliment, because I have been trying to change the things that I was bad and like not very good at and trying to change that and trying to work on self-improvement for the past year like in that this time when I go back it was like seven months ago I went back and then now they said that I sound very different and I I kind of am very proud of the work that I put in and so I feel like the following things that I am going to say might help you to navigate a little bit of how your mindset changing would make you a little bit more positive or just think differently. Because I also heard podcast um, lately, it was talking about neuroscience. Um, It's talking about like So embryos can reform their brain's development within nine months. As human beings, our brains are extremely amazing. We can rewire our brain into a totally different um, wiring within six to nine months. So I feel like, how do you rewire it? One of those things I did was basically changing my mindset and constantly reminding myself of things that it's important so that I would adapt the new kind of concept instead of following the old patterns. It's about practicing and reminding and, and changing. So the first one I wrote in my note that I always always read is, If you want love be more loving it's no matter it's loving yourself loving someone else loving people um, but also most importantly self-love I know I've emphasized that so many times so I don't want to brag you on that anymore Um, if you want to like learn about that there are pretty much a bunch of resources out but why is you want love, you need to be more loving, it's it's kind of like practicing giving. And in the receiving end, you're always like desiring this receiving thing. But if you don't give, how do you expect to receive? So that's the logic behind it. It's just like, if you want love, be more loving. Um, but also, If you want to be loved, you have to first love yourself. And so the second one is kind of like the addition of the first one is give yourself what you want someone else do. Personally, I was a person that I wanted to travel with a person. Like I really wanted that. But then I realized that I could have just done it by my own too. Like I can start doing it on my own and start experiencing that first and i find it is a very different experience like traveling with my friends or my family is a totally completely different experience than solo traveling i find solo traveling a lot more adventurous if you can say that because like um i mean if you have an adventurous buddy with you that's great but personally i haven't had that yet so like i feel like um my solo experience is the most adventurous of all um because I get to go to a different place, a totally strange place, and then I have to figure things out, I have to ask around or like ask for help if I need help and I have to plan out my own trip, which is crazy for me at first, but um it's exciting to do so and you get to choose wherever you want to go, who, where no one restricting you, no one's telling you what to do. You can just do it all in your in your loving, in your preference. And it's great. So much freedom. And you also get to learn how to treat yourself better. Um, how to take care of yourself, how what you like, you know what you like, what you don't like, right? You're your best buddy at the end of the day. So like you do know your best your likings, and so having solo trip is like doing everything that you love with yourself and i mean if you want buddies in the in the in the meantime you can also find people to talk to and to hang out with it's is part of the journey of a solo trip, and so yeah, and the third one I wrote down was, we choose our happiness consistently. I always thought like happiness was something like I was given or like a feeling of feeling happy. But I've read some books and saying like happiness uh, or like the feeling of happiness, um, it doesn't consistently stay the same. Like what would I say is in another word is you feel happy at this moment. But it won't last forever because it's necessary for us to go downhill so that we we feel the low and then we feel the high, which is great. And then we will feel happy because of that. And we can't feel happy with a consistent amount of positivity in life or things that surprises us. We always need somewhere to go down so that we have a comparison for our brain to know that oh this is something great you know distinguished the great and something that is just like normal um I don't know if that makes sense to you but it's science and also it's just like something something you might not think of I don't know maybe you have thought of it but I wasn't I wasn't thinking of that previously and then someday I went to I think I listened to a podcast and I read a book about it about about something like this and yeah I dropped down something um, about choosing happiness is consistently we choose to stay happy because we don't have a lot of life events for us to be like this is worth for us to be super surprised and energ- excited and, and joyful about it. Maybe it's just a normal day. And a normal day is so normal. Like, nothing surprisingly happened. Are you going to be feeling happy? Or are you going to be choosing to feel sad? Because it's choice. Why is it a choice, you might think. And for example, I ask myself uh the question of what am I grateful for every single morning. I try to name out five different things that I'm grateful for so that I remind myself of like these are the things I have right now and I'm happy about it. And so I can choose this happiness over and over again. Um, I like to choose the weather, the people around me, my dog, um Place that I was, I am in, or that some small events that happened before that moment that I'm grateful for, and that's mostly the things that I'm grateful for. And it's so easy, but it gives you a little bit of positivity in your morning, and you start off your day a little bit better every day. And so that it's like a a positive mindset shift. And I would say I'm n- I'm not a psychologist or um, a therapy, a therapist, sorry. Um, but these are the methods that I've heard over and over again, and I've been practicing it and I do feel like it's giving me positive impact in my life. And so you could try it out. Um, third thing uh, for the next thing is if you want to be good at something, try being consistent. Yeah. It's, it's always hard to find something that you're good at. Sometimes you're like, I don't know what I'm good at, like, I'm not really good, specifically excellent in one genre of things, um, but I think if you put in the work and hard work consistently, just like Kobe Bryant, like, Kobe Bryant is obviously a really good basketball player, but just like every other professional, um, sportsmen out there, if you want to be the top player, you can't be just like um, practicing one day and then stop practicing the other day, being very inconsistent. You have to be consistent, be disciplined. Um, You have to overcome that boredism that at some point it will hit you. Being a top athlete or being good at something doesn't always means it is going to be enjoyable all the time it could be boring it could be exhausting it could be like you want to quit any moment but you stay in there and you stay a little bit longer every single time because with consistency that's what differs you from the people that aren't good you know what i heard this from is from someone that's a that's like a i think it was a top athlete and they said, like, if I don't practice every single day or I don't keep this consistency, I would just be an average athlete. I won't be the top in my game. So just like that in every other things in life, if we want to be good at something, we need to be consistent. I am not, I wasn't a good person that was really good at photography or videography. I wouldn't say I'm like really, really good at it, but I'm saying I'm good enough to showcase my work and people do love it. So I would say I'm good at it, but it doesn't come with just talent. Like it comes with a lot of hard work and consistency. Like I constantly look for references. Um, I constantly look for tutorials to learn the skills online to learn, and I'm not even in film school. So if I want to know somebody or know someone that is in the industry, I, I'm still finding my ways into it. But like, here's the thing. I'm Even though I'm still on the way to do that, like I consistently learn about the skills so that when someone gave me, give me an opportunity, I can use it and I can showcase that. The next thing is actually pretty important. It is called Save Yourself Because No One Will. There are a few really good YouTube videos that has this title on it, and I find them very nice to watch. And not nice to watch, very inspiring too. The way that they talked about this, even though they're still very young, if you are someone that is in your 30s or 40s, you might think that us as someone in our 20s Talking about this is like, well, you're just young. But I believe it doesn't matter if we're younger than you or not. It is not age that diverts us. It's life experiences and how we learn and grow and change from that. And I think those people that talked about these topics are pretty much people had so much life experiences. And from my perspective, save yourself because no one will is very relevant Um, because obviously in some point of my life, there were multiple times that I can be the only one that pulls myself back up and be there and, you know, exist and keep going because no one fully will ever understand what is going on in my brain or how I feel completely. I think there will be people who would relate to you maybe like 90-something percent, but no one is like a 100% there because each of us have a very unique and individually grown into a person that we have different backgrounds, we have different religion, we have different childhood we have different traumas we have different life experiences and everyone is very unique so knowing that means also realizing that no one fully understands you so if you're trying to find someone to save you that fully understands you i don't know anyone else except god but like if you don't believe in god like you gotta stay there for yourself and save yourself no one will and i think each and every one of us are strong enough to do that we're our minds are so powerful our minds just changing a mindset could change a person right so like thinking a little bit positive in life could change consistently thinking of that would change life in the year and i believe that so heartily and strongly that worked for me so i really want you guys all try for yourself if you're struggling on that next thing is you need to know that you're enough more than enough barbie came out on 21st of july and everybody was talking about ken is ken of right it's not just about can is everybody too um i'm not here to talk about the movie exactly but i do really want to talk about the movie um but anyways enough you're enough um maybe you have struggled with loving yourself previously or you're still on your journey of trying to love yourself and it's knowing that you are enough, you're more than capable and more than enough. You're perfectly as you are. Maybe someone have not told you this before, and I'm going to tell you, you're more than enough. You are perfectly now. The version you are right now is perfect, right? Everybody has flaws, but when i say that you're enough is your greatness overrides all your weaknesses and you're perfectly perfect as you are you don't need to change the way you behave right now i'm talking in a point of view where you have very you might think that you're not capable enough or you're not smart enough you're not you're not hardworking enough all that when you think you're not enough. If you really want to change, start changing. Everyone has the power to do that. If you think there are something that I could improve on, start improving, start making it, start doing it consistently. Don't just say it, write it down. Tell your friend about it and ask them to check in on you. I think that is also actually pretty pretty good method there were a time of my life that i was i was pretty much struggling with going to gym because i have i like a year and a half ago i well not a year and a half ago for a long while i had wanted to go to the gym but I was too afraid because it was too intimidating for me. Everybody there knew what they were doing, um, exercise that they were going to do. And if I just walk in there and I was pretty skinny back then, I was so skinny, bony, and almost looked like underweight. And I was like below average in my B- BMI. Um, so... I didn't want to go in and I didn't have the courage to, but I desperately wanted to. So what changed was I talked to someone that had been to the gym for a while. I talked to a few friends that I met in university. They all went to the gym and they were like, yeah, we just walk in. And it's like, it's okay. Just go. I mean, even though hearing those words sounds easy, it's at the end of the day, it's like you got to push yourself. So one day I dared myself to just go to the gym for like two times that week so I went there the first time it was fine and I think at first I was trying to I was being very self-cautious I looked around and see if anyone was staring at me I think people obviously would look at you because you walk in the entrance but afterwards like no no one was paying attention of me and I started doing my own exercise And I felt good afterwards. I felt like I love going to the gym because it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel achieved. And I'm proud of myself every time I go to the gym and work out. And so I stay consistently. But in those times, a few weeks after, there was like midterms and I stopped going to the gym because um, I was like, I need to revise. So afterwards, I stopped going to the gym again. And the other time that I went back to the gym again was a friend was with, uh, I was where we were in a friend group and then we talked about going to the gym and then they were like, we're going to go to the gym. And so we started going to the gym together and I, I dared them to go to the gym with me the other day and they did. And so Afterwards, there were mo- more motivation for me to go consistently. And I carry this even though I'm alone here in Toronto. I still keep on doing this because I know this is something I want to do. And I have a goal in mind, what I want to achieve and all that. that. That's what motivates me. So finding the motivation is also very important. Um, and so I think the motivation of knowing that you're capable enough is... Everybody is capable enough to change, and you're able to do so much, and you're very much enough because stop letting those haters or people that tell you to change, to change who you are. You don't need to. If you're like me, you're queer, you're trans, you're whatever, stop shaming yourself. Stop shaming that for a period of time, I shamed myself so much on my identity, for my gender identity, or my sexual orientation, like, I shamed myself so much, I'd be like, I'm such a, like, disgusting, and, like, shameful child, because my brother is basically a cis straight man, like, doing the most hashtag normal things ever and in contrast i felt like i'm like doing the opposite of everything my culture my parents and my friends and not just not friends but and all in all it's just like the norm of what happened in the world and i just started shaming myself um and what changed was one day i was like i had enough And I'd just be like, fuck that. I'm not doing this. I knew that I couldn't change. Like, for a period of time, I was like, if I could change myself, nobody needs to know, right? But I couldn't. And so I was like, fuck that. I need to breathe. Like, I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to live as I am. And I knew that there weren't, um, the world weren't so accepting, but... I had really good friends that support me and I had a great support system that I knew that I would still find someone even though um, right now it sounds shitty. So, yeah, you're enough. You're more than enough. You're all incredible human beings that I'm all very proud of. And even though I don't know you and you don't know me, but you've came a long way. Think of it. Life is always hard, and there are always super, oh, my God, just so many challenges. Too many at some point, right? And then it gets exhausting, and you want to just stop and just, like, pause a moment. But the world never stops. The world keeps spinning. You keep living. You keep going. It's like you're forced to do so. Yeah, but then take a deep breath. And remind yourself that everything is going to be fine, even though you don't think so. But shifting that mindset is important. And remind yourself that. Shift your mindset and start thinking another way. And I'm sure you can find a solution. Okay, next thing is communication is key. In terms of human connection, human interaction, um, not just physical touch or anything that is like very important. Yes, we cannot live without physical touch. And because in science-based, it's like you need eight hugs a day for a normal human being to survive. I think I'm a superhuman at this point because I don't get eight hugs every day, but I still am surviving. So see, you're more than capable. Everybody can survive without hugs, even though that is scientifically proven to be necessity of life. Okay. Why is communication key? Um, you won't think it is important or you might overlook that it's so important in life. But everything in terms of misunderstanding or communication or conflict and all that, it comes down to how you communicate to solve the problem. Or clients, you, how you communicate your clients, your boss, your colleagues, your family, your friends. We c- create a lot of chaos in life because we don't communicate properly right and so I think that is very important and communication includes also speaking about your feelings, even though that's not emphasized for men and specifically so like feelings are vulnerable kind of um thing to say and talk about but I find it empowering to talk about because I can use words to describe feelings, or sometimes it's hard to describe it, then I would just use a metaphor to talk about it. And I think being able to express it helps to relieve a bit of that stress or that anxiety that builds up with that feeling And in terms of communicating, um, I find it really important because a great communication that I learned has helped me in so many situations and helped me to avoid being angry at someone, um, being frustrated over a situation because through communication, I could just get my heads cleared and you know, lay out the boundaries that I want to talk about or things that would work on. Last thing I want to talk about is, this is going to be a little bit longer episode, but I think it's very important. Lately, I've been thinking about something is like, why are people in my age group kind of just don't match my... um? my thinking and the way i process things in some way you could say it's about maturity or communication i just i just felt like um a lot of people in my age that i have met actually not in my age in my age range just didn't match that and i kind of just was a little bit bothered because i didn't know why It was like that and why it's so simple to communicate that a lot of people just can't meet that hashtag requirement that I made up in my mind. But then lately I realized that is a lot of us or being mature, it's not about, well, it comes along with a lot of things. And sometimes it's about, Live events and live lessons are healing and changing. And be different people have different timeline in their life. That's why people can become more mature until they're like 40s, 30s, or maybe later in life. Or they could be very mature when they're just teenagers. And different people just have different timelines. And I start thinking about that. Why? Why? Why is that the case? I think I, should, I just learned that I should stop blaming people and self-reflect on, you know, what was I really thinking? Like, let's just stop blaming people for being immature, but let's think of a way of, like, understand why. And I had an epiphany, a realization that is healing Is a very hard process. Um, I I believe everybody has some sort of trauma or some sort of weaknesses they have to work on in life. And a lot of our characteristics were reflections of our childhood trauma, of our upbringing, and that carry through our adulthood. And... Healing those trauma, those things is a very hard process, is a healing journey, and it's very hard. And I realize that people tend to go the easy way out. Like we love to find the easiest exit that we could find. And sometimes it means escaping, exiting the straight fast way, ignoring what needs to be done to be done. And for example, there I'm not sure if you have heard of the the attachment styles. There are the avoidant and the abandoned attachment styles. And the third type is secure. But a lot of people don't lie in the secure attachment style. Um, a lot of people lie in the avoidant abandonment or both you know and so like if people keep ignoring the healing part they they are still struggling those trauma within themselves but they never acknowledge that and never like actually want to work on it and that's why they can't change to a better version and sometimes that means Being hashtag more mature and being able to communicate better. And so it is this. is the work that is put in, is required. And maybe people, when I say people have different timeline, which I mean is, people might realize that they need to work on themselves and start changing later in life. Different than what I did. Right? I had this mindset when it happened around a year ago. I told myself, I need to change. Here are the things that I really want to work on. Here's the. Here are the attachment styles that I was previously very much struggled with and I need to work on it. So I spent a lot of time, you know, researching, doing therapy, working on this healing thing. And it took me almost... year and a half to really, you know, um, change to another person. And through this seven months, it it, it accelerated because I did a lot of rethinking and challenging myself into rethinking. But I guess that's the point. Healing is hard and start making changes is even harder. And a lot of people just don't want to go through this process. They go through the short way out. And that's why a lot of people in my age range right now might not meet the same energy that i have but it's okay like i'm not blaming anyone because like i feel like everybody has different timeline than i do and it's different for everybody but that epiphany might happen to you later or earlier in life that's okay don't compare yourself with anyone else don't compare yourself with me um I think the live events that I've been through, you don't want to experience that. Or the trauma that I've been through, you wouldn't want to even experience that too. So be who you are and change when you think it's time to. And it's different for everybody. So I wouldn't want to be like, you must change right now. Like start reflecting on yourself. Like you would do that when you know you're ready and it is not right when you're being forced to. So I hope this episode um, inspired you a little bit about how to change a mindset and like things that are important to hear in life or things that I just realized randomly and start thinking about it. The last part wasn't written by anyone or I didn't hear from anyone. It was a realization that I started thinking and then I came to the realization of that. So yeah, Yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next time. Bye.